The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Today, our guests are Steve and Nicole Pierce. They are the owners of Mulebach Funeral Care, and we're very proud to announce them as one of our 25 under 25 winners that has just recently been announced to the class of 2016. So welcome to the show and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're very honored to have you here and very happy to have you as part of the 25 under 25 family now. Uh, Let's talk about Mulebach Funeral Care. You are relatively new owners, but it's not a new company. Tell us a little bit about the history. Well, the the funeral home was established in 1954 is when they opened the doors, and it was built on the concept of advanced planning. Uh, Mm -hmm. James Harrington started the business in 1954, and his son, James, also took over the business in the 70s and ran it until I joined them. We joined them in 2001 and took over the uh, ownership of the business in 2003. So then where does the name Mulebach come from? Bud Harrington, who established the funeral home again in 1954, his mother was a Mulebach, and he obviously recognized the the um, the prominence of the name mm-hmm. here in Kansas City and as a way to honor his, his mother. That's where the name came from. Okay. So. There are so many family-owned. In fact, it's an industry pretty much of family-owned businesses. There are some corporate players, of course, but that you uh, came in and bought a family-owned business and in doing so, you wanted to keep it a family-owned business. I mean, that that's a little bit of a different play in this industry, isn't it? It, it is. Yeah. It is. We, um, it was important to Jim that the, the business remain uh, independent and family-owned. Mm-hmm. Um, the trend in Kansas City, metropolitan area, over the mid-80s to late-80s and early-90s was corporate was coming in and purchasing uh, the funeral homes. And... Um, Jim did not want that to happen. Mm-hmm. He wanted the loyalty of the the, uh, the families that Mulebach has served for generations to continue. So when when we got together and we had the same similar values, um, it was a good fit. Mm-hmm. So we worked together for a year and a half, uh, going on two years to make sure it was a good fit for the community, sure. and that I was right for the fu- business and the funeral home was right for us as okay. a family. So. so when you came in to work prior to actually taking over ownership, that was the play all along, was that you would eventually become the owner if it was a good fit. It wasn't that you came on board in a leadership role and then decided that maybe this would be a good succession plan for you to become right. the owner. That's okay. correct. All yeah. right. Yeah. So, well, and it sounds like you have done, uh, you know, carried out the family values and so forth from everything that I've heard and everything that I've read. And obviously our judges agreed that you're doing a lot of things right. You mentioned that when James Harrington started this in 1954, that he introduced or he opened it uh, with the advanced planning in mind. Tell us about what that is. And that was, that was kind of a pioneering thing at the time it in 1954. Was, yeah. Yeah. James, or Bud as he was known, mm-hmm. began that in 1954. He was one of the first in the country to with that concept. And um, 
uh, again, built the funeral home with that concept in mind. And we've continued that on to this day, still offering that advanced planning to the families that we serve and very well received. It's uh, financially, it's good on for the, the uh, consumer. Mm-hmm. So. What, are, what are some of the things, uh, when you say advanced planning, what does that mean? If I, if I walked in and said, I want to talk to you about advanced planning, I've heard of this concept, but I'm not sure what that entails. What would you tell me? Well, there are two types of planning, in my opinion. There's one that is the advanced planning, and that's just having your wishes on file, which is very important. There's no second guessing as to mm-hmm. what an individual wants, and uh, so they're not coming in at one of the worst times in their life uh, uh, making emotional decisions. They're right. making decisions based on what mom or dad or grandmother or, or whomever has on file. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the advanced planning part of it. The pre-funding part, which most of the people choose to do, allows them to freeze the cost at current current cost okay. and pay for it over a period of time to where they don't have a, um, a financial uh, mm-hmm. struggle as well. Mm-hmm. And so not only can they control what how they want things to be done, but they can also control this, the, the cost of the, their arrangements. Yeah, it sounds that they like want. A, a good uh, plan. Now, if somebody bought one of these plans and because of whatever circumstances, they decide that they would like to transfer it. Are they committed? Are they locked into the funeral home that they started the plan with, or, or is that transferable? Not necessarily. We're we're a very transit uh, society mm-hmm. in today's exactly. world. Exactly. Yeah. So many people um, choose to leave the Kansas City area and and relocate to whether they retire in a warmer climate, mm-hmm. and uh, so they they have the option of taking it with them and finding a funeral home wherever they they choose and also even here locally you know many many of the uh, uh the families here in Kansas City purchased from a funeral home uh, years ago that maybe was a family run business and and isn't currently and mm-hmm. uh, we do accept those plans and honor those plans Okay. Yeah. But, but again, as you say, um, you know, at, at people's most vulnerable moments, they have to make all these decisions that maybe two days before they, you know, got out of bed just thinking about what they were going to do for the weekend or whatever. And now they're faced with all of these, uh, you know, especially if it's an unexpected death, you know, they're faced with all of these choices and they can be pretty costly sometimes. And uh, the fact that this takes the emotion out of it, they know what the families are there parents' wishes or their brothers, sisters, or whoever it is, what their wishes were, it sounds like a really good deal to have. It, it really is. And it's it's um, an opportunity for them to make these decisions in the comfort of their own home right. as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, at the funeral home. And uh, as odd as it seems, we actually have fun doing it because they they have an opportunity to laugh and reminisce and, mm-hmm. and uh, make light of, of a very unusual sure. and, and difficult situation. Yes. Now, in 1954, this was uh, something that was pioneering, mm-hmm. as you said. What are some of the trends today that you're seeing? And uh, trends might not be a, a great word because that always implies it's fleeting. But what are some of the, the new things that you're seeing uh, in funeral care today? Well, our directors, are, are we spend a lot of time listening. We want to listen and we want to personalize and to where every Every funeral is a representation of a of a life well lived and a unique life in itself. That's very nicely um, put. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not a uh, uh, if you will a cookie cutter service. We want it to mm-hmm. be unique and we want it to be special for those that are left behind and and again honor that individual uh, personally. So there's lots of things that we've done. You know, um, 
from decorating our chapel in you know, Christmas theme really? here most recently uh-huh. um, to um, a few years back uh, creating a baseball field in a cemetery. So wow. it just anything that we can do to make that difficult time more personal and more special to the individuals to where they, when they walk away, it is a, a unique memory and a, and, a, and a good memory for a, a, a difficult mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. So, so what makes uh, Mulebach Funeral Care unique among other funeral homes? I know you said it's not a, a cookie cutter kind of service, but there are some things that you probably do that are a little bit different. What are some of those? I think the biggest thing, or one of the, the one of the biggest things in my mind is our our staff, the staff that that we work with day in and day out. Um, they truly, truly care, and. Um, yeah, want to make a a, a a difference, right? And, and and that means so much to the family. Yeah. I'm sure uh, as they're working through this. And you have what about ten people now on staff? We have a, a thirteen. Thirteen. Thirteen on staff. Yeah. Okay. And you had under twenty five. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so thirteen, and and it does take I think probably a very special person to be able to work with families during this time. What are some of the characteristics? I would imagine it's hard to hire. I mean, what do you look for? We look for caring and compassionate Uh people. Uh Um, How do you test for that, though? I think you just get a feel. Yeah. Yeah. You you get a feel for for people who are of like mind of Mm -hmm. you. And um, we want the the caring, compassionate. There are certain things you can teach, and there are certain things you can't teach. Right. And we look for those qualities that they they have that uh, don't need to be taught. Yeah, and um, yeah, that that would be very very difficult, I think, with, to to hire for that kind of a position because it is just a unique situation. Um, what are some of the other things that you offer that are unique? I mean, you have an on-site crematorium. We did, correct? Um, you, you did. We, no, we you, do. You do. Okay. We, no, okay. I was going to say, I thought yeah. you still did. <laughs> no, we we did that in in 2013. Okay. And we did that because we wanted complete control. We wanted once we took someone into our care, they never leave our care. Mm-hmm. And so from from the uh, very beginning when we received the call from the family or the, the health care facility, that that person never stays um, out of our care. They, they are constantly... Um, and our crematorium is run by all licensed funeral directors. So, okay. Um, yeah. So, you, so you started that, and it's right there on site, so you can control the experience and and make sure that the um, that experience is is a good one, as good you know, as good as it can be for that situation. And then you also started a society too around. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about that. We have Assurance Cremation Society that mm-hmm. is a. Um, uh, uh, cremation center, if you will, for those families that are, are looking for uh, an immediate or a uh, serv- a cremation service without any viewing or uh, memorial service, if you will. Mm-hmm. They're just wanting a very simple, basic, but yet dignified cremation service. Okay, so you really do offer everything from, I mean, you, you do control that whole experience. Mm-hmm. And Nicole, um, you also have a senior program, an aftercare program that you run. Tell us about that. Yes, it's called Step Up, mm-hmm. which means uh, seniors together enjoying places and uniting people. Okay. And um, it all started, we were having dinner one night, and Steve had asked me to go by and check on um, someone who had lost a spouse. And I went by and checked on him, and um, he had not gotten out 
of his home in like six months. Oh, my. And so we were having dinner, and I was telling Steve about it. And my son said, well, Mom, get him out. Go do something. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how the program started. You know, we just thought, you know, you're right. Let's There's start something that right. we can get people in the community out and, mm-hmm. and get them together. And we've gone to the Nelson and the zoo and um, Powell Gardens, mm-hmm. just a lot of different um, ways to get together. Sure. Now, are these seniors that have lost their spouses, or is it or is it any it, it senior is. that wants to? Okay. Any senior, though. Okay. We've opened it up to any senior. It started mm-hmm. out with um, just checking on those families that we service, but it's actually gotten Expanded. quite a bit bigger. Yeah. Well, there's obviously a need, yes. and and you you and your son obviously recognize that. You know, mm-hmm. if there's one person here, there has to be others, and so what a good service that is that you can provide. How often do you get together? It sounds like you go to some fun places, but how often do well, you do that? Well, we try to do it four times a year. Mm-hmm. So quarterly. Is, yeah, is the plan. So, And it not only gets them out of the house and to see something, but I bet you've now got some friendships that have uh, occurred because of those get-togethers. Oh, absolutely. We were at the zoo, and um, we there were two people that had lost their spouse, mm-hmm. and they just happened to sit together um, when we were having lunch, and they exchanged phone numbers, mm-hmm. and they were smiling and laughing and really had a great time. And that just really meant the world to me. Sure. So, to yeah. see that connection. So. Yeah, I can imagine. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about some of the future things that may be in store for Mulebot Funeral Care. We'll be right back. Get ready for an evening exploding with energy as we celebrate Kansas City's entrepreneurial community at the 15th Annual 25 Under 25 Awards Dinner and Gala, February 27th at the Downtown Marriott. Join host Thinking Bigger Business Media and sponsored Catalyst for cocktails, dinner, and entertainment as we recognize the achievements of 25 outstanding Kansas City area small businesses with under 25 employees. Reserve your tickets now at 25under25.com. That's 25under25.com. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch snuggling, ball chasing, face licking, and of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. Intuitive, and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance will come in with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Interested in growing your business? Thinking Bigger Business Media has the resources you need to grow your company to the next level. Whether it's an aspiring business, a startup, established, or mature, Thinking Bigger provides the how-to strategies, critical connections, and key information to make your business more productive and more profitable. Check them out at ithinkbigger.com and find out what successful Kansas City business owners already know. Thinking Bigger Business Media is the resource for growing businesses. Visit them today at ithinkbigger.com. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're talking here this morning with Steve and Nicole Pierce. They are the owners of Mulebach Funeral Care. And as we closed out the first half of the show, Nicole was telling us about their senior program and their aftercare program, which is something that just sounds like a wonderful program and you've got some very good stories and, and just just for anybody who may be tuning in right now um, the program is set up so that the spouses of those the ones that are left behind they check on them and do kind of care checks and they get them out to places like Powell Gardens and so forth and their you know new friendships form 
And you were talking about um, baking brownies. And, and what, what are some of the – you've got some great stories. Tell us about some of those. Well, just being able to follow up with the family and just making sure that they're doing okay. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, like um, Steve was saying, that we have seniors that maybe don't do things for themselves. And right. So our way of checking on them just to go by. And so he had talked about – this gentleman had talked about brownies this cookie cake that his Mm -hmm. wife used to make. And so I went home and baked it and took it by just to see how he was doing. It's kind of our way just to check in and make sure they're doing okay. Sure. And and it goes well beyond just the services um, for that immediate need uh, when someone dies. But but the whole, it's a 360. And as as you were also talking about that uh, sometimes once uh, a spouse is gone, the remaining spouse doesn't really realize until they're faced with just some of the day-to-day things, what the other spouse did. And there's a whole new level of having to care for themselves that they really didn't give a lot of thought to before. And and so the fact that, that you can check on them and help them and, and see if they have needs beyond what you offered them during the service is just, that's just an amazing thing. Uh, Steve, you have been in uh, the funeral business for a long, long time. What's some of the best advice you've ever gotten? Some of the best advice is I was told by a uh, mentor that uh, many years ago is to, when you're you're dealing with a family, put the pen down and eyes up, listen, get to know them, understand the individual so you can tailor the uh, the memorial or funeral service to that individual. And uh, you, you create friendships mm-hmm. and uh, uh, find new ways to be able to, to serve them. Yeah, it's, that's great advice. Uh, and you're expanding. You have recently, or, or in the last uh, little while, you have acquired another funeral home. Tell mm-hmm. us about that. In December of 2014, we acquired Skratsky Funeral Home over in Kansas City, Kansas, mm-hmm. a wonderful community. Another family-owned funeral home. It is. It was very important for the previous owner, Helen Skratsky, to keep it as a, a family and local ownership also. Mm-hmm. So how do you, uh, are they still operated independently or are they, mm-hmm. so they, they operate are. independently? They but Okay. Um, and you have the same kinds of values and the same, I guess the aftercare senior program extends to that as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so we're just making it larger and, and uh, the community is so important to you. What are some of the other things that you do in the community? Oh, gosh. You're in, in the Waldo Brookside area, I yeah. know, but, I mean, you're such a fixture in the community. What are some of the ways that you're involved? Well, we're involved in our, our church, mm-hmm. obviously, and uh, several business organizations, uh, Southtown Council. Sure. The Waldo. Yeah. Marty Lee yeah, over yeah. there, yeah. And uh, we, we enjoy giving back to the community. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun thing to do. Yeah, from I, I know in there we could go on probably the whole program. I saw in their application all the awards you've you've done, all the the charitable things that you've done. So we're always you know small businesses uh, not only create jobs and pay taxes and do all the things, but they're really uh, as far as community involvement goes, there's some of the stalwarts when it comes to that. And and so I always commend small businesses for doing that. When you talk about um, all of your services and all of the things that are available to people. Um, you know, you're 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 encountering them at a moment of great need, a great emotional need. Maybe they've done advanced planning, maybe they haven't, and even if they have, it's still a very emotional time for them. So, if I were to um, 
come to you and want to talk about either prearranging a funeral or, or you know, it's, it's unexpected, what, what are some of the things you would advise people to ask about? I would, I would just very simply meet with the funeral director and, and ask the questions. Um, make sure that you feel comfortable mm-hmm. with the individual and you get the, the right uh, answers. Not every funeral home is the same. Uh, just like not every other business uh, is the same, we're we, we're all unique, and um, not every funeral home does things uh, the same way. It's not apples and apples. So, ask the questions. Make sure that you're comfortable with who you're dealing with, mm-hmm. and make sure that they're providing the services that you're that you need or that you want. Okay, that's great advice. It's uh, it's not necessarily about what. Um, you can you can be sold. It's what what do you want? What do you what kind of experience do you want to get out of this? And, and what do you think that the deceased would want here? So, great advice to remember that it's 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 about what you want. Um, also, let's talk a little bit about where you think things are headed. Obviously, you you expanded. You have the crematory. You have mm-hmm. bought another funeral home. What do you what do you think the future holds? Well, we just want to continue to to serve the Kansas City community as mm-hmm. they deserve to be served and whether it be a, another location uh, or the trends now are to um, a lot of people choose to make funeral arrangements in the comfort of their home okay so we are going to them they don't have to come to us which allows us to serve parts of the community where we don't have a a facility mm-hmm. but it still allows us to go to them and serve them Sure, exactly. You know, um, I thought you were going somewhere else with that answer at first, and I realized um, you meant making the arrangements in their home. Correct. At first I thought you meant that people are having, like, you know, used to, there was the old-fashioned wakes and so forth. Are you seeing any of that? You know, it's been a long time since we've we've Mm -hmm. done that, but um, we're finding that that a lot of people like to have uh, the visitations in their church home. Okay. Uh, as mm-hmm. opposed to the uh, the funeral home itself. Mm-hmm. So, which again allows them to have choices. Right. And uh, so, and they're 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 more comfortable in their church home. Familiar. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Familiar surroundings. Exactly. Well, you've done a lot of things right. Congratulations uh, with the trans. It's hard enough to transition within a family business to another family member, and then to make the transition uh, to another family. You know, the, have the succession plan be another family. It's still family owned, but a different family. So, uh, congrats to you for pulling that off, and for the recent acquisition in the last year or so. Uh, congratulations again on the twenty five hundred twenty five. We're looking forward to getting to know you better, and right. uh, I don't know how we can introduce you even better to the community because you've done such a good job of that yourself, but we're certainly going to let the larger community in on everything you've been doing. So congratulations. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for your time today. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at IThinkBigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at IThinkBigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.